You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio with cast number 610, recorded November 10th, 2016. Brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. It's OutMotoring.com. Hey everybody, it's DB in Arizona bringing you a brand new episode of the World Famous White Roof Radio out of nowhere. Alex decided that to combat the negativity of the United States elections that we needed to do a show. <laughs> yes, America, let's do a show. Alex is very disappointed in America tonight. White Roof Radio, making America great. Well, Alex is just disappointed because he's an immigrant and he's going to get kicked out of the country next year. <laughs> no, I'm not. Come on. You guys you guys voted for Trump. I know it's a... Uh, no, I did not. Getting kicked I, out. I did not, sir. Oh my God! And I don't think and DB didn't vote, so he doesn't get to say. So I voted. That, for that's Henry the Rollins. saddest part about it. Like I'm not gonna get to vote. Probably not even next time. I mean, I could next time, but uh, could next time that should, should be all. Alex is to get full citizenship by uh, in, by. Yeah, I I don't think I, they're gonna, four years away from it. So maybe I don't, right on time. Maybe Alex, I don't yeah. think it's gonna happen because I do think that a new rule to citizenship is that all four of your grandparents have to be. Like Americans, <laughs> they're they're not going to let anybody else be American. And, and when Todd and, says all four, he means the last four generations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so what I mean. Means, and and so, they have I mean. to be white. This exactly. reminds me of a certain country in the forties or in the thirties. I don't know which one, but uh, it'll probably come back to my mind. <laughs> <at some point. laughs> oh my gosh, anyway. Alex and I and everybody uh, of the uh, Hebrew faith are still. We've got what four more days of shiva to sit for America. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's just what I'm. That's just what I'm saying here, and I I am depressed this week not because of the elections, but because I have to buy a PC for only the second time in my life. I'm a Mac oh, guy, dude. You're struggling so real. Why? Yeah, I have to buy a PC because uh, your printer. Yeah, my stuff just is not working in uh, in my Windows environment in the Mac anymore. It's just it's so finicky. Oh, you're doing VM, yeah. That gets. That gets really dodgy for the stuff. Yeah, it's getting kind of dodgy, and it's 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 unreliable. And this morning I was in a hurry, and it took like forty five minutes to wait. So, I'm like in the market for a PC. Don't give me any recommendations because I'm just gonna buy a Black Friday deal and say screw it. But there you go. It's depressing just, for just me. Just go to Micro Center. Just buy one of the house brand ones. Power one of those power specs. Yeah, from Micro Center. Yeah, done and done. It's depressing. So. Yeah, it is depressing. I just uh, acquired a PC that I'm going to spend about two hundred dollars to make it not suck. So I'm pretty excited about that. Then I have a work computer. I was going to say, aren't, aren't PCs only about $200? I mean. <laughs> oh, not for a good ones, dude. You got to spend money to get a good one. I know. I got it. Yeah. Anyway, that's how it goes. But we're not talking about technology. We're not talking about the election cycle. No. We're going to talk about cars. Tonight. We're going to talk specifically about minis. We're going to talk about um, Mini Connected versus Apple CarPlay versus Chevy versus uh, BMW stuff. And Todd's going to tell us about his trip to SEMA. Mm-hmm. That last week, and um, I'm sure Alex will complain about something else. Yes. Yeah, so oh, you know what? And I've got retraction, and I'm going to do retraction before I even do the first spot. As a couple shows ago, and I got called out on Instagram. A couple shows back, uh, we all said that Digital Blue was the new Grandpa Gold, right? Everybody said it. Everybody agreed. I actually saw Digital Blue in person, and I retract me saying Digital Blue is the new old person color. I thought it was spectacular. I retract nothing. <laughs> Me neither. I retract nothing. I, I, uh, I'm not a fan of digital blue. I think it's boring. I don't think there's anything exciting. I think all the, the current mini colors, with the exception of chili red and, uh, and rebel green, are, are boring on the mini. They're very dull. I think we need some vibrant colors. like And BMW is capable of it. 
If you hmm. guys have seen the latest uh, green color they put on the M2, that is freaking stunning. I yeah. You mean the blue? You mean? Um, no, it's kind of. Oh, it might be called blue. It might be called like aqua. No, it's blue. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, Long Beach blue. Long Beach blue. Yeah, it's amazing. Oops, it's sorry. funny you're mentioning it because I was in a I was in a Orange County this weekend, uh, and I stopped by BMW of uh, I forget what it's called. Anyways, and there was an M2. What was it? Crevier? No, it was the other one. Uh, what's the city next to uh, Irvine? Like oh, it would have been BMW. It would have been Irvine uh, BMW. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyways, uh, there was an M2 being prepped for delivery. Like the guy was coming to pick it up like 15 minutes before I, I got there and uh, it looked really nice, like all clean, all, you know, shined mm. up and everything. It was really, really nice, bro. I don't mm. think this, I don't think we're talking about the same, co- it might be, because in person it looks kind of a teal green. It's not really blue. And uh, oh, It's a good blue, it's a good blue. And there's only I, three, there's only four cars for the M2. There's white, black, uh, gray, and uh, and this one is exclusive to the M2 and to the XX, right, right. That's X6M, the, one- the Long Beach Blue. Maybe it was an M4. There's an M4 color. Let's see. M nope. in California. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. You, you're... When I was in California for the first time in a long time, because there's not a lot of them out here in Arizona, is I saw a lot of yellow minis, liquid yellow. Yeah. Like R53s strolling around. So going, oh nice. I haven't seen a liquid yellow mini in forever. Interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah. the whole that was point... a good color too. They didn't bring it, but they need to bring back a, a good yellow and not that taxi cab orange. On the F fifty six, a proper yellow. Again. <laughs> you mean volcanic orange, which really isn't orange; it's school bus yellow. Yeah, yeah but to make a yellow correct, they got to tint the clear coat, and it's really expensive. It well, mean you owners pay for that. Who but knows? hey, you know what? Just just call me and schedule an appointment, and I will come wrap your car in a gorgeous color. Wrap your car in. Oh, uh, there you go. Like yellow, like the one I did on the uh, I eight last week. I actually Dude, got to, that. Those accents are hot. I got to play with an I eight last week. And um, so wrapped like the car now comes with a lot of blue accents on it. You know, it's a uh, it's a BMW. That's one of their colors. But it's got right. all these blue accents all over the car, around the grill, on the sides, on the back. And the guy wanted this yellow orange color. It's kind of a sunflower yellow, but it's it's got some orange to it, and it photographs orange and it looks orange from a distance. But anyway, so I had a good time playing with this i8, and I got to say this car is. Um, Nearly impossible to get in and out of. Nice. <laughs> it is. Have they, you, save the review for later. But you know, if, yeah. if you want to know how hot this car looked when Todd was done with it, that's going to be the image for this week's show. There you go. Because it's hot. And then I just got it passed around. Somebody sent me a message today. Um, mm. There's a, a local, like a Kansas City car group. It's called Kansas City Car Parazzi. <laughs> and they <laughs> pick, they take pictures of cool cars around the city and then post them right. on Facebook. And yeah. somebody posted a picture of the I-8 with the orange accents that I did. Nice. <laughs> and yeah, then it's black car with orange accents. It looks amazing. Somebody actually, it's not black. It's it's um it's a uh, it's one of the dark silver, BMW oh. dark silvers. It actually looks kind of like the mini dark silver used to. Ah, uh, got it. I don't know. All I saw is I saw it on your Facebook, and I just went too. That looks good. Yeah, it was, that's all I know. It was fun. We're going to talk, uh, we're not going to talk much more about that, but we are going to talk about SEMA. I have some questions for Todd because he was at SEMA and I saw some pictures. And then we're going to talk about uh, in-car infotainment systems and things like that. We're going to get to all that here in just a minute. First, how about some outmotoring information? Our friends over at outmotoring.com, you guys get the emails already. So you've already seen this and you know that they're selling uh, hood scoops for $199. You know that he's selling custom gauge faces, yellow and orange. 
detailing and car care kits, 10% off right now. You're going over there, right? Convex side mirrors, uh, lower stress bar, and all the other things. Replacement parts, all available over at outmotoring.com. I want you to go check it out. I want to remind you, free ground shipping on most orders over $195. You can save 5% on your order if you subscribe to the email newsletter and you get your own discount coupon code, right? Super awesome. I want to remind you that outmotoring.com has been a sponsor of White Roof Radio and Motoring File almost since the beginning. That's a long time. Aaron's like all about helping us out and still adding like two or 3,000 new products every month. And not just like go fast bits or look cool bits or more detailing stuff. But like I mentioned before, all of the replacement parts that you're looking for. You don't have to go to the dealer's parts desk anymore. You can punch up outmotoring.com and get dang near any replacement part for your car. In fact, uh, Aaron's got a set, the front replacement uh, piece that I'm missing from my JCW body kit. Yeah, he's got a set sitting there waiting for me to order it right now at outmotoring.com. Go over there and check it out. Don't forget to use coupon code. Don't forget to mention White Roof Radio when you check out. That's always super duper cool, right? Right. That's our friends over at Outmotoring. Outmotoring.com, mini performance, speed, and mini replacement parts. That's outmotoring.com. Maestro, if you please. Boom. Kind of news. Okay, before we start, I have a question about SEMA because you posted a bunch of photos from SEMA. Yes, sir. And they're very cool. I saw some minis, a lot of minis. Yes, sir. And I'm just wondering if you get a kickback from Mini USA for them jacking your designs like roof graphics and things like that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It was That's really too bad because I'm looking, at, you, you post all these pictures, like going, that offset you... red stripe. <laughs> I go, did you put the graphics on this car? Did, no. Wow, look, is that a Union Jack on the roof? Did you do that one? <laughs> it looked like your work. Yeah. So I was just wondering if you got like a kickback, uh, some kind of, you know, a I'll little say, bit of monetary compensation we'll say this for them, a, like I said, jacking your designs. From a distance, it looked like my work. <laughs> yeah, you know, it still looks like your work, man. Yeah. I'm just saying. No, it is. I've been doing the. I've been doing a lot of that stuff for, for years, and then now it's finally the, the trickle-down theory of, you know, hey, it's a good idea, it's a they, good idea, right? They uh, they say the the f- highest form of flattery is uh, imitation, <laughs> imitation. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. how was SEMA? Was SEMA cool? Did you get? Did you find what you needed? Was it, it awesome? No. Was it no. awesome? No, it was uh, it was pretty lame this year. And I oh. say that because uh, I was worried leading up to it because I went as I went as press, of course. And right. as that, when you register, you get flooded with emails for about four to six weeks leading up to SEMA, and there and there press emails about everything. And uh, I was really concerned about a week before I left for Vegas, the email from the vice president of SEMA, of marketing of SEMA, um, said, this year, SEMA, it's the year of the truck. And Uh, I thought to to myself, oh, no, right? And I go there, and and no kidding, DB, you've been to SEMA before, you know, the, the... Huge convention center. There's three. Yeah, yeah. It's the entire convention center. Yeah, three buildings, the the uh, north, the central, and the south buildings of the Las Vegas Convention Center. And then outside is just wall-to-wall cars, right? Just from, from one end to the other is packed with cars. And really cool street cars and club cars and people from all over, you know, California and, and all over the country, really. But uh, the point is, is normally it's all cars. This year, it was two-thirds trucks and off-road vehicles. I'm not kidding. It was, uh, I have no interest in that. Really? Let's go over here. Oh, this is where there's usually cars. No, it's all trucks and off-roads now. (laughs) So, you know, I think it's the trend in the U.S. and and going along our conversations we've been having for the last couple of months with mini sales 
it, it's just the trend in U.S. sales. And I saw an article today about how uh, GM, it was Chevrolet specifically, is laying off a bunch of people in the small car divisions. Um, they're making fewer small cars now. And this is That's now. Because of price, we know why it's a price of gas dropped. Well, yeah, and people want bigger cars. So there's, there's, there's probably a lot of reasons behind it. But, yeah, gas prices are, are one of them because right now, Literally, I drove past two or three places today that they were like a dollar ninety-three. That's the regular yeah. price, not your. I buy groceries here and I get this special price, a dollar ninety-three. So if you do have one of those plans, like you either go to Costco, Sam's, or a lot right. of the grocery stores around town have, hey, you shop here and you get so many cents off a gallon, you could literally buy fuel in Kansas City right now for as little as maybe a buck sixty-five, buck seventy a gallon. Wow. Yeah. I, it was that in when I was in high school, from what I can remember. You know, that's that's a lot of years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that people are like, oh, I want big trucks and off-road vehicles. I want to feel big and mean and powerful and someplace to put all my guns. You know, um, <laughs> well, I'll tell you, that, you know, just around here in Detroit, we've seen a uh, I've seen a big influx of Jeeps and how they've. Uh, yeah. really customize them and, and how many shops are <laughs> just doing that. So Yeah. I've seen a lot of Jeeps out here in Phoenix too, especially that new ugly Jeep. Mm, well, that's just an ugly Jeep. The, the I mean, pa- the but Patriots, I've seen a or? lot of them. There's a lot of people buying that Jeep. Or the one with the, the one well, with it's the Liberty? It's, it's cheap. Yeah, the Liberty? Oh, the one yeah, with it's the, pretty bad. The little slit of eye, like, um, yeah, of uh, headlights. pretty bad. Just the thin, yeah, headlights are horrible. Yeah, they're awful. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Anyway, I can't believe that you can't even see at night with those things. But but yeah. yeah, so that that was the point of SEMA is that it was a lot of trucks this year. And here's the thing is I've I've been to SEMA every year for I'm gonna say the last four or five years. Mm-hmm. And I think seriously it it's time for to take a year off. This was probably the year I should have taken off. One, because it was mostly trucks. Two, the stuff that was cool to see, it was the same shit as last year. And uh, you're like, yeah. Oh, I already saw this. There was n- and and I'm probably wrong. I didn't I didn't walk every inch of of uh, all the floors and everything, but right. I saw a lot of the pictures people posted, and I'm like, oh yeah, that car was there last year. That car was there last year. I got a picture of that one from last year. You could have right. almost posted everything from last year and gone, yeah, I saw it. It was, you know, there was <laughs> didn't seem to be a lot of innovation, or you know, DB. It's been a number of years since we were there. It was like 2009, right. I think, when you were there with me. Wow, yeah. We saw like there were there was like the hot car of the time. I don't remember what it was back then, but hey, it, Camaro. It, Camaro. Camaro. It might have been yeah. that was like the new Camaro had it's come the out. Camaro and the new Mustang. We saw a lot of those. So every year there's something trendy like that. And a few years ago, the Scion was the big car. Everybody was doing XBs okay. and XDs and the and the little one. What's the what's the Scion tiny one now? The the. GC. No, the the oh the um that micro the Aston Martin one, oh, I don't remember. Frick. But anyway, so there's, yeah, there's been trendy cars in the past like that, and this year there just wasn't anything terribly trendy. Um, not a lot of innovation going on in cars, and uh, it was it was kind of a fascinating, you know, like there's a lull in in everything, and I don't know what we've talked about. It's the election year or. There's, you know, just know we're kind of in the mid cycles of of cool stuff coming out. You know, Maybe. we're on the verge of Tesla and the Model 3. And I think everybody's kind of nervous, like car companies are kind of nervous about that. What's that going to mean to the whole industry? Yeah, so I don't I, I really don't know what to what to say. But did you get to see the JCW Clubman? That's nice. So, 
How did it look? So. Did it, it look like a JCW? It was, yeah. It was, uh, it was good. Um, nice wheels on that. The big news that I had to share, which is breaking news as as far as I know, is that the JCW Pro exhaust, the Bluetooth exhaust that I have, and the one we reviewed on Mini Takes the States two years ago. Yeah. That's coming to the Clubman. So. Oh, is. So basically, you'll take you'll be able to take a Cooper S Clubman and uh, upgrade it with the JCW tuning kit and get this cool Bluetooth exhaust on a Clubman. Wow. I'm cool. amazed that they're, that they're offering that in the Clubman. Yep, yep, they're going to offer it. And, so that's uh, a total race car. You heard it here first. It's, it's supposed to be March of 2017, so just a few more months. That's their target I to wonder, get this out. I wonder if someone has plans to rally a Clubman. I don't know. Because it, it, it fits the length requirements now. I think it's just more, you know, they're trying to make all of the options available for all of the cars type of a thing. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, too. I mean, I can't so see. I got a yeah. couple of questions on yes. the Clement. So yes. uh, the first one is, uh, do, the wheels are not exclusive to the JCW, right? Like you can get them with the JCW package. What's that? The wheels? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can get those wheels. Okay. Separately. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so the wheels on this Clement, did you uh, look where they are not? They were a little bit like bumpier to make uh, room for the uh, for the uh, Brembo brakes. No, they did not bow out. In fact, I'm looking at a picture right now. I don't think I took a a better close up. Um, they appear to be the it's same. Uh, fairly flat, right? Yeah. yeah. The same wheels. These are very similar to the wheels that were on the launch editions of the club yeah. that went out about a year ago. Okay. So they do not bow out like mine do, Alex, and yours do. You know, the, the similar wheels for the hardtop. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They might look the same, but they are bowed out to, to reach over those giant brakes. They do not, uh, um, on the Clubman, they're, they're not similar like that. So I find that interesting because... You know the Clubman, you can get 19-inch wheels on that thing. Wow. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty nice that it's not bumping out. I, I hope they can uh, fix it with the LCI of the of the F56. You know. And what I think really is important to this car is, man, it sits high. Um, and I know when you have an all four, what's the point of lowering it? But come on, for handling and for looks, this car yeah. needs to drop two inches. <laughs> I'm sorry. Really I agree. All the cars ride pretty high, I think. Because yeah. I was by a mini dealer this past weekend, and I noticed that the F56, God, even the new JCW, it just, either the wheels are too small or the suspension's not tuned right, because it just, the thing's had up like a dune buggy. Yeah, and when you look at my well, car. Part of the whole uh, soft suspension that they've got now that they're trying to tune to get rid of the run-flat harshness, yeah. the car's going to have to sit a little bit higher because they need that compliance there. Well, because yeah. I'll, I'll tell you that having my car lowered where it is it's like a inch and a half inch and three quarters lower on the uh, uh adjustable coilovers i have and i'm still running run flats haven't right. switched mm-hmm. those out yet and won't until spring it is a harsh ride however i will say our good friend john from philadelphia was in town last week and oh, uh, right. and we got together we hung out for a while and i let him drive my car and he was amazed at the setup and john i hope you comment you listen to the show and then comment and let people know what you thought, but, but I mean, he was nice cause you know, we were there and he drove it, but I, I think the power was impressive to him and the handling that it really adds. It is night and day between my suspension and a normal Cooper S and I've had many people, I've let quite a few people drive it, you know, back to back at the dealer 
and they're like, oh my gosh, if I had the you know three thousand dollars to put on that suspension, I would totally do it. But it's spendy. It's a yeah. it's a it's a pricey suspension, and mm. and sadly, I think that's the that's the issue we're running in with with many sales right now is to get your car to handle and to feel like DB your car did and my car did and Chad your For car right out of the factory car, yeah. in 2002 and 2003 you have to spend upper you know in the upper 30s to to get that and comparatively speaking I know that was 14 years ago but right. I think it's more expensive than other things on the market today that handle pretty darn good right? yeah yeah, I agree. But you know what I have to say, too, is I'm looking at the JCW uh, Clubman right now on the configurator, mm-hmm. and Thunder Gray with the white roof on that car looks pretty hot. It does. I think Thunder Gray with the red looks pretty good, which is the that's the flagship color of this, I believe, and mm. that's why they showed it at uh, at SEMA. This was the, the North American premiere. Of yeah, gray roof one. red with the red roof. That looks hot, too. It does look good. I do not, I still do not absolutely understand the... Uh, the driving light covers with the big X's on them. Yeah, I don't. It, I don't it's a that. throwback to rally cars. Yeah. That you know when you put the the, the X on the headlights so that you you know don't chip them. It just looks awful. Well, it, <laughs> I can see why they did it, but from a trying to do a certain amount of colors on the front end, like, you know, like my car has only got like two colors on the entire car. It's, it's electric blue and black. Everything else is gone. Um, with the exception of some red, but you know, they're trying to bring that idea there with just a quick cover and it, it works for most of the people, but yeah, I can, I can see where you, you wouldn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll just get electrical tape and just do it myself. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. Unfortunately, it'll still crack, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, so but it, it should have been business. black with white X's versus yeah. white with black X's. Yeah, so right. yeah, the big news out of that was, you know, we all know the JCW uh, Clubman is coming. The big news, I think, the really big news for those people who already have a Clubman and want that extra oomph is that the exhaust will be available in the spring. And I imagine it's going to be more expensive because... It's more, there's a little bit more to it, a little bit more material. The car's longer and mm-hmm. it splits in the back. The exhaust is at each of the corners as opposed to the Cooper S where it's at the center. And right. um, yeah, so there's probably a, a little bit more materials there. And of course, the exact same features on a Clubman are more expensive than they are on a Cooper S anyway. We've talked about this and we've griped about it. You know, the fact that head up display be, is more this expensive. It's an expensive mini. By the time you put 19 inch wheels and the technology package on it, you're already at 40 grand. Yeah, yeah, there's there's uh, no question about that. And I think the countryman that's coming is going to be the same way. Yeah. So, so you know, yeah. that that remains to be that, seen. Yeah, that'll be another topic for another show when we complain about pricing and sales. Yeah, we <laughs> should have that information soon because in two weeks, um, the countryman appears, makes its debut at the L.A. Auto Show. Correct. There's yep. already reviews of it on YouTube. Yeah. Yes, they are, yeah. And they seem to enjoy the car. And I, I really like the way that car looks, but we'll hold off till L.A. Yep. It'll be interesting to interesting to see what what comes of that. But it does seem like JCW was kind of the push at the at the mini space there, the, the mini booth that, you know, but I, I, a lot of people were critical. Uh, you know, I posted a bunch of pictures at Instagram and, and they went over to Facebook and I heard a lot of people critical. They're like, this is the, this doesn't make sense for SEMA. Because really what car companies do, and even GM and the big car companies do this, 
they'll come out with this ridiculous car with mods out the ass. Right. You know, big That's what Siemens for is to, to sell parts. You know, custom one-off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, one-off colors and custom fender flares and and all kinds of crazy stuff like this. And many did their best with some graphics and stuff. But, you know, nothing that really kind of screamed SEMA at, you know, the aftermarket and how, how to modify your cars. So right. uh, I think they're they're trying and they're they're starting to get it, but for those of us and, and the people who listen to the show, this is who we're speaking to: people who like to do stuff to their car, mod their cars. You know, Chad, you make a living modding people's cars and repairing people's cars, but you know yep. the mods that you do and the things people do to make their cars different, whether it be wheels, graphics, paint, um, all kinds of stuff. That's what the aftermarket screams for. And I think that's what the Mini has always screamed for since uh, even the early days in the 50s, right? Since 59 right. when it came out. Yeah. People did, you know, Union Jack roofs on it and different stripes and painted them crazy colors. And it seems like the last few years we've gotten away from that a little bit. And it's kind of bumming me out. <laughs> I agree. Somebody needs to make SEMA great again. Yeah, well. make SEMA great again. <laughs> Full circle here. Yeah, you know, yeah, SEMA has always been something for the aftermarket. So why are the main uh, main branded cars there? Well, I mean, why? It doesn't really make sense unless they've got something really awesome to offer. I can't see them wanting to spend that money to be there. Yeah, you're there. You're being seen. Well, but are you really trying to sell something, you know, and I'm sure, you know, the, the organizers aren't going to, you know, say, oh, no, sorry, you can't come because you don't have anything really cool. But, you know, well, and that's the whole point, too, is to, to go, listen, our car is tailor made for modifications. OK, it's right. and, and that's what that's what seems all about. That's why other manufacturers go there is they're like, you need to buy our car. And as many philosophy should be from a marketing standpoint, you should want to buy a mini because you can trick the shit out of this car. Okay. Right. What well, you know, depending on how far that is, everything from custom wheels to suspensions to graphics, you know, all of this stuff but on the inside of the car, the custom stuff you can add and do. Um, they need to be more like GM though, where GM's like, Okay, you guys want to do something to this car, then here you go. Here's all the drawings, here's everything, here's all the data right. versus Mini and BMW going well, no, you can't put any of that stuff on because we don't want you to do anything to our cars because this is our car. And you're like, F you, I'm going to hack right. this thing. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a little sticker up in the window that says, you know, anything that you put on this car could, you know, adversely affect how that car does. And then they still want the uification and they're going to SEMA, but yet they don't want companies like myself doing anything to the cars or even yeah. helping the customers really at all. Well, hey, and speaking of mods and Chad, you doing things to cars, you are now carrying the uh, Dynan, um, the oh, Dynan Sport right. tune, which, yeah. which I have on my car. Have you have you sold any yet? I know you just started. Uh, we sold one this week, yes. Okay. This so week, yep. You just started carrying it. Did you get a chance to drive the car and check the different modes? I have not got a chance to do it. All I I was I uh, I I got a, actually a hold of the dining rep, and he's like, "Hey, your guys over at blah 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 have it, you know." And I'm like, "Oh, perfect. There we go. We can buy a wholesale. We're good to go, you know." Versus going direct, right? And um, you know, we got one in. We took pictures. We found all the information. We got on the website. You know, it's like, "Hey, you know, here's an email blast, you know, for everybody." 
you know, because we've talked about it here on on the show a million times already now, and uh, I've been I've been trying to get it. So you know, the, the numbers are impressive. It, the install is super simple. Yeah. And um, you know, once I posted it, everyone's like, "Well, can't I get it for my R56?" I'm like, "No, it doesn't no. work. Sorry, <laughs> this is for the F cars." Yeah, but F-cars um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited to hopefully see. We got one on the shelf here at the shop, and and we've got more on the uh, on the shelf at the warehouse. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm waiting to get that car in that wants one right away that we can then actually drive it and feel it and do the whole kit and caboodle with the the feel. But uh, yeah, obviously, <laughs> we've got all the the numbers hey, on the website. Chad, Chad, really quick, now that you've actually got one, and I I don't have an F car yet, but. Is this something that I could punch up DetroitTune.com, order it, you send it to me, and I could do it myself? Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's literally two plugs. I, I did it That's myself. It. It's it's tricky. You don't want to you don't want to drop the plastic piece from the from the clip. Well, you don't which you want to drop anything, but yeah. Which I did. You know, I, <laughs> it's like the little. Uh, there are full how-to instructions on our website. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. It's it's, it's very. It'll it'll literally take you about fifteen minutes. It'll take you longer to program it because right now it only works with um, an Android device. Like no, uh, no, there is a iOS um, out there too. Okay, no, the iOS one doesn't work. I'm going to look now, but it, it's it said it was coming. So here. I've been told by the customer that there is an iOS device out there for the dining kit already. It's some. It's called a little something different, but it is out there. All right, I'm oh. gonna I'm gonna look for it and see because it's uh, on it's on the Detroit Tune Facebook page right. under that uh, link there. I, I'm searching right now the uh, the store because I actually bought a uh, a little Android tablet for fifty bucks that um. You know, to to do this, and I tune everybody's right. car that comes through the dealer. I just did one today, and it's it's pretty quick. And and everybody says, "Hey, put it in ludicrous mode for me," because that's what the joke <laughs> the joke around the dealer is. I'm gonna buy a Dyne and Sport and put it in ludicrous mode for my Mini. And so I'm like, "There you go." And really, all it does is it adds four uh, four psi to your boost. Wow. So. Um, it is pretty cool. Dynantronics on the iOS store. You know what, Chad? It is available now. Hot damn. Yeah. So Yeah, you, I heard that it was out there. It is. It wasn't available a week ago. It must have just come out. So I'm downloading it now as we speak with my little fingerprint. Um, I will let people know. The cool thing is, is it also gives you a live boost pressure sensor. It hooks up via Bluetooth to this right. unit in your car. And uh, as you're driving, you can see like live boost and... It's kind nice. of fun, and then you can change the modes. Like if you want to, you know, if you're going to valet your car, which I know no, but no many do, you can do it, and it does a minus two psi on boost. It, wow! It nice. actually sucks. It doesn't blow. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is something that sounds like then it stays. It, you plug it into the car, and it's in the car forever. And but if you could technically remove it, yes, yes, you can. If you don't want to have drive, you know, have fun when you drive anymore. Yes. Right. If you, right. you, okay. That sounds pretty dope. And and speaking so, of tune.com. Oh, here's here's another thing too as we were talking about the exhaust. I forgot to update this because I was joking with uh, one of the mini guys about the uh, Bluetooth exhaust. And when you buy it it comes with that little tag that on it says this is for track use only. Use right. on yeah. the street will invalidate your car, right? Well, and I told the guy, I said, well, I've hacked mine. It's on all the time. When I start the car, it's on when I drive. And he goes, no. He says, honestly, he says, that's just for the Europe. Um, in the U.S., it is street legal. You can drive around with this thing open 24-7, oh. and it's not illegal. He says that that warning is just for Europe, which is why they don't make you sign anything when you buy it. So uh-huh. that was pretty cool. 
Well, then how come you have to hack the stupid thing so that it stays on all the time? Well, it's kind of a cool feature. Because they didn't want to go through all the legwork to make it different. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I, it's a hard hack. Todd, what was the hack? How, how, how'd you hack it again? You, uh, you basically, and thanks to our friend Pedro in Florida for, for the tip on this, you turn mm-hmm. the car on and you open it up with the Bluetooth remote. Okay, you double click it and servo motor opens the flap to where it's open, right? Then right. you leave the car running while the exhaust is open. And basically in the, uh, the hard top, uh, it's really easy to get to. You know those little flap doors? You open up the boot and on the right and the left... And little flap, yeah. Yeah, they've been there since 2002. There are these little flap doors that pop down. You pop the one down on the passenger side of the car, and that's where the module uh, for the unit that drives this is. And there's, oh, a, okay. there's a power cable, and it's a little, like, a 19-pin plug or, or something like that. And you pull the power from it. And that's, okay. all that, that's, that's all that it is. It's power for the module that drives the Bluetooth and then the relay to the, to the uh, servo motor. And basically, you've pulled the power, and it'll never close. Oh. Because it's not spring-loaded. It's servo. It's a, it's a servo set of gears that opens it. And once it's locked open, once that, that motor is open, it's going to stay open forever until you plug the power back and in. Until you plug the power back in, and right. it closes the next time the car starts. Right, right. So, right. It's, okay. so the car sounds awesome in the morning when you start <laughs> it up. Because there's a big right. fuel dump, and the car revs. You know, until it gets <laughs> until it gets warmed up, so it literally. I, I frighten neighbors and small children when I start my car every morning in the garage because it's like, and it's you know sits there and hums, and it does that for like fifteen seconds and then it'll quiet down. <laughs> well done, Mister Pearson. Well done. But it's very cool. It's very cool, and it is not illegal to drive on U.S. streets with that open all the time. I was informed of that from a mini representative, actually BMW representative. Because there's a similar system on the BMWs now. Right. I don't think it matters much because like, it's not like you can enforce it anyway. Really, someone is going to track you down. Like a cop is going to be standing you know. outside your car with a decibel. No, yeah. that, that if they pull exactly. you over, you've got to you know what? Ads they, are dark of tint. They will write you for too loud exhaust. Yeah, they will. yeah they'll, just, they'll just write you for a ticket, and then they'll make you prove it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. If they don't. You'll have to download like it. it. But see, that's the, that's the cool thing. If you don't hack it and you have the Bluetooth, you do two things. You put it in green mode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you double click the thing, and you're like, well, listen, here it is. I'm revving it. It's not very loud. You must be hearing things. For <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, sure. So yeah, it was funny because I uh, uh, went out of town to SEMA last week, and when I got back in town, I picked up my dog, and um, <clears throat> she was in the in the front seat with me, and uh, she leaned down and as I was driving. She flipped the car over into green mode without me knowing because <laughs> I'm driving around in sport all the time. And with her <laughs> with her paw, she was laying down, and she uh, um, flipped the car over into green. And I pulled off around a corner. I'm like, "What the hell is wrong with this?" And then I looked down, and I said, "Oh, thanks, Zoe. I'm in green mode now." So <laughs> she was like, "Dad, it's too loud." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my sensitive ears. So, Alex, have you tried that yet in your car? Have you tried green mode? Uh, yeah, I do it. I uh, I do it on the well because we have way more traffic than than you probably do right so uh when i'm in traffic there is no point like using gas for a reason so right what i do usually like most of so what i do i don't always drive in sport mode what i do is uh put the um on the industry like on the on city city driving i put the 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 gear shift on the on sport mode right so i push it to the left Mm -hmm. uh and then when i'm on the highway you know like uh 
really want to get you know faster that's when i get on, on spot mode but then I, I go back to to mid or or green when i'm in sitting in traffic because there's just no reason of revving up the engine uh, and wasting gas and also nice. if you really want to have fun alex you uh, put it into sport mode when you want to drive spirited but you also um touch the dsc button turn on traction control so click it once just, w- just one firm press on there then you've got traction control and sport mode which is the ultimate driving for a jcw Mm, interesting. It doesn't turn. Yeah, I need DSC. to try this one. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. Oh, turn I'm DSC actually. Uh, I'm actually gonna go on a drive with uh, with Sean this weekend, uh, okay. because he has uh, to sell one of his two, uh, one of his two magnificent cars, uh, and so uh, I think he has to pick me up. So I don't know if I'll be driving my JCW, but if we do drive it, I'll make sure to try it up. There you go. Give it a try shot. Try it out. Traction control enabled. Thanks. Thanks. Um, excellent. Uh, there's one other thing I want to talk about a little bit. And and that's only because I got to spend two weeks with a car that had Apple Play in it. CarPlay? CarPlay. CarPlay. Yeah. Yeah. Car CarPlay, Android Auto, it did both. And OMG. It was awesome. It wasn't perfect, but it was awesome. It was awesomer than anything else I've ever used in a car at all. And DB, you're it's pre- great in its simplicity, right? Like that's the that's the few thing it does, it does it so right that you're yes. like, I don't need anything else. Exactly. Unlike the and mini system, which if you get a text message You've got to enable it one in your car, but you can read your text messages on the mini system now, but you actually, you can only do that if you get the message while you're driving and while it's connected to the car. So you get a message while you're driving. Siri just comes on. She says, oh, hey, you just got a message from so-and-so. Do you want me to, you want to hear what it is? And then she reads it to you. And then she says, oh, would you like to reply? And what would you like to tell so-and-so? Yeah. It's like, oh. That was free. Yeah, the minute you have to click at least three times for that to happen. Like you get a message, uh, a little envelope shows up on your screen. doesn't say anything. It just shows up. And then you can go, okay, and I've got a hot button for it. I hit number five. It goes to the messages. Then I have to scroll to the message, click it. Then I have to scroll again if I wanted to read it and click it again. So it is one of the most involved, inconvenient things. You literally have to... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not cool see in in the with the carplay system you just go hey siri i need to go here or siri i need gas or hey siri i'm hungry right. or whatever and she just goes oh let's take you there and whoop, apple maps actually worked i used apple maps entirely nothing else except for apple maps for 10 days in the car um i really wish google maps had a port to apple play or to carplay no um, google maps is horrible db I, and I'll, I'll tell you when i was in what? vegas google, google maps rules. got google maps got me lost in vegas and apple maps uh saved me Wow. Boom. Yeah, I'm, I'm wow. just saying that. I was shocked myself, and I said, screw it. Wow. I am using Apple Maps from this point. And so basically, I just used my watch. I would, I would say, hey, Siri, yeah. um, take me to whatever, and I'd say what it was. And it not only Siri would do it on my watch, but it would transfer it to my phone, and there were all the directions with the map already in my phone, like almost instantaneously. So I can see with CarPlay, it's going to be just genius when it gets to the go ahead alex no no they've put so much effort into apple maps over the past two years it's amazing oh, yeah. uh they, they are really stepping up and it's uh and it's great because you know uh, frankly like competition is just healthy for those two big players to have you know two great maps and uh and you know i actually switched to apple maps with like six months ago so i don't use ways anymore i don't use uh, google maps and really, like I haven't seen like the no, you know, uh, no difficulty like switching, no disruption at all. Like it was, it's been great so far. Nice. You know what's interesting is 
normally I don't have a lot of time in a car other than when I'm out actually just driving because I like to drive. But that's usually in a fun car with exhaust. I don't ever turn the radio on. I'm just out enjoying it, looking at my downshifts, rev matching, having a good time. Normally my drive to work is three miles. So I don't ever need maps or know where things are or CarPlay or anything. But now the, 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 the distance is growing because we're moving and, you know, I never really ever thought that I ever needed anything like this, but you know, obviously I'm driving a van right now, which is, you know, like driving a couch. Right. And it's, it's horrible, but I, I don't know if I really, if I really need something like that. I mean, yes, it's cool and techie, but do I well, really need just, all of that? Just, you know, that's, it's tying the phone in. It's being able to play back music using overcast to play back podcasts, um, all that kind of thing. It was just, I, I guess, I mean, if you're, really, if you're in the car for a long time, cause I mean, most podcasts, I mean, ours and everything, 30 minutes. 45 ish. Yeah. I, I, Chad, yeah. I, I spend what? Uh, one, two, I spend 10 to 14 hours a week in a car. Wow. 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 Right. That's a, lot. Yeah. a lot more than me. I'm with yeah. Chad. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm more just playing around with it as I go because my, the maximum amount of time I usually spend in the car on any trip is 12 to 15 minutes. Um, and that's it. And that's not really enough time to get in trouble with anything. You don't need to read your text messages because you're going to be there in 10 minutes. I can look when I get there. And I've, got it on, light. and I've got it on my watch. I don't even have to look at my phone. I can just tap my watch and it'll, you know, I, I can see it there. So uh, there's a big difference. But, DB, I think your experience with it just makes me want it even more. Yeah. And not only was it my experience with that, with the, with the CarPlay, and, uh, and it was with the Chevy, they call it the MyLink system. Yeah. And I gotta say that this is one of the best in-car systems I have ever used. Interesting. It was it, it was simple. I got into the car. First of all, it's a rental. It's a Chevy Malibu, which was completely fine. It wasn't was great. It gold? It was, no, it wasn't. It was black or dark. Yeah. Black. <laughs> They're either gold or burgundy. It was a good-looking car. It was nice. It drove nice. It was relatively quiet. If it would, you know, the rental companies put the cheapest poppers they can find for tires on it. Um, so if it had nice tires, maybe a little bit of suspension mods, it'd probably be a lot of fun to drive. But the system I can't believe you just, said just that. says, oh, hey, you have a phone. Do you want to pair your phone? And I went, yes. And I says, okay, your phone's paired. I'm just like, what? Just like that. It was simple. Yeah. It gives you like six options. It's like, here, go here for audio. Go here to make a phone call. Go here for something else. Uh, you know, CarPlay or Android Auto. Go here for whatever the other thing was in settings. Right. And everything was programmable through there. It was a nice little touch screen and it was just a brilliantly simple system. Interesting. I mean, it, I thought it was better than there's a, the five series in my garage. I thought it was better than the system in the five series and would be here to use. I have not. Well, yeah, I have not had the opportunity to use the Chevrolet system DB like like you. It's nice. And it's I, really nice. I think the best system I've seen so far in rental cars, my latest rental was a was a Dodge Dart, which was absolutely horrible. Had no, didn't even have a USB plug Awful in it. Little car. Why'd you get that again? It didn't even. It was. I, I got to SEMA, and it was the last car on the lot. I'm oh, not dude, kidding. That's I had. Dodge Dart. I had no choice in Vegas. I was so angry. I was so incredibly cool. angry. So it wasn't even There's a so, US. We had one when we were there with yes. Dave. Remember? Yeah, yeah, oh, back in January. Oh. But there was no technology in this car whatsoever. But I think, as far as all the rental cars I've had. Between it's a toss up between VW and I'm not kidding Hyundai 
had one of the best mm-hmm. systems where I plugged my phone in and instantly recognized all my information was there. Oh, yeah. It was oh, yeah. just instantaneous. This, this did that too. The only problem with car with CarPlay in the Chevy is you had to actually jack your phone in uh, for CarPlay to work. But once you did, it's just like, oh, CarPlay. It pops up on your phone and it's like you're in CarPlay mode and you do everything through the touchscreen on the on the uh, in the car. And if I'm not mistaken, right now BMW is the only company that offers the wireless CarPlay integration with their cars at, at this time. Now That'll be nice. that's going to change very yeah. soon. And here's hoping that when the when the Clubman comes out, the JCW Clubman here in December January, uh, that they will have wireless also. And and to do that, it actually connects via Wi-Fi, not via Bluetooth. Oh, and, that makes sense. Which is another reason why the hardware has to be built in with the with the Wi-Fi receiver right. into the hardware right. of the car. It's not going to be. Oh. GoPro puts Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi in their little cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Wi-Fi is easy. Uh, you know, so it's, gotta, it's interesting because I know that I am the minority with the the long commutes, and there are a lot of people that have a lot more commutes. But I'm just wondering, you know, in the end, is this technology that you know is out of date the second that they put it in? You know, yeah. well, the nice know we've talked about, about it. You know, updating nice faster. Play. Nice thing about CarPlay and Android Auto is your phone gets updated when your phone gets updated, and the system is reliant on your mobile device. Okay. So if you've got an old mobile device, you're going to get stuck with an old interface and not all the features. And Alex, you were saying? Yeah, I was. I was so a couple of comments. The first one is that I'm uh, I'm a little bit with GB here. Said even if I have to to drive like you know five minutes, I'm gonna most likely like turn on my GPS or you know Apple Maps or whatever. Uh, just, I guess it's different because I live in a city, right? So sometimes it's so, so sometimes it's a just new so city. unexpected. A new city. Right. Yeah, new city. Yeah. Sometimes it's just so unexpected that uh, there is like traffic at points where you would not expect it to be, right? And it's uh, and 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 Mini, Mini's navigation system is really good, by the way. Uh, and the traffic is really always up to date. Same on Apple Maps, so I, I try to use it even for short distances. Uh, second comment is. Um, you know, you. I'm, I'm sure we're gonna get to a point where you actually, for uh, iOS users, where you actually don't need CarPlay to use CarPlay, don't need to have a car that has CarPlay to use CarPlay. Uh, I don't know if you guys read the news this week, but Android just came out. Android Auto just came out with an option of if you don't have Android Auto uh, in your navigation system or your infotainment system, you can have it on your phone. So it's, right. it's, it turns your phone into Android Auto, which is pretty cool. So I'm I remember that, that was that was actually a feature in Android way, 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 way back when Android was still new. You could actually yeah. put your phone in what was called like auto mode. At least you could on like the H. Maybe it was an HTC feature. But I remember yeah, my yeah. Incredible had that, and you go into auto mode, and it would turn sideways, and you had navigation, music, uh, phone call, yeah. and something else. Just a couple yeah, of options cool. in sideways mode. It was really cool. Well, and here's a bomb. Yeah, cool, yeah. Here's a bombshell along those lines. And talking with the the BMW guy at SEMA there he said and you know Alex you said recently you're like oh well CarPlay will never come to this generation of minis because it requires a touchscreen that is that is not true because there's a current the 3 series uh, BMW is CarPlay compatible and it does not have a touchscreen in it yeah, I can't imagine using CarPlay without a touchscreen. I can't imagine using it with the with the dial. Yeah, you have to use the uh, the iDrive dial, which is exactly the same as it is in the Mini now. But yeah. um, it gives hope for for people like Alex and me that hey, right. for, you know, maybe it'll be upgradable. You'll have to plug your phone in via USB, of course. Right. But 
but there might be a software update that says, oh, you want CarPlay Android Auto? Boom, here you go. Right, exactly, exactly. It's an hour worth of dealer worth of downloads or something. Well, no, it's not even that anymore, DB. You can upgrade your own software in the Mini with a flash drive. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CarPlay is awesome. That's yeah, CarPlay is awesome, and uh, it's it's nice that Mini is getting there because you know I'm I don't know if you guys have seen the announcement, but the 2018 GTI got a huge interior upgrade, and it's like it's like you know digital dials like all over the place, bigger screen. Uh, I mean the dashboard is at this point is almost like completely digital, yeah. uh, and it's and it's you know the, you know how much it is and you know how fast it goes. Uh, I'm just I'm just saying that it's nice that Mini is finally getting there. Yeah, and hopefully nice. the technology. It was, it was a cool system, and it made me realize three things: having this rental car for ten days, three things that I have to have in my next car, more than likely. Yeah, three things. One of them being the CarPlay. My next car's got to have CarPlay, which means I'm gonna have to buy a new car, and that annoys me to no end. Okay. Um, the second thing is what was the second thing? A tissue holder. Yeah, a flower pot holder. A. Oh, oh no, uh, a car that has more than 120 horsepower. That's a, I, I'm over driving slow cars. So my <laughs> next car will have more than okay. a car. That's number two. And I don't mean a Cooper unless I get a Cooper and put the dining kit in it. Right. And number three, and we'll talk about this later another time, um, automatic transmission. I get that. Yeah. I, Me I'm too. Right now, Those just knees like, aren't getting any younger. Well, not only not, that. It's not my knees, it's my feet and driving in traffic, traffic. and I'm just you know, I spend an hour in traffic and my feet are killing me now. If I drive with, home at the with the, new, with the new disability that I'm carrying around. Yeah, I get that, DB, because um, in a you know my current car and the previous car, my GP, like if yeah. I would drive home at the wrong time from the dealer, normally it, it's six point two miles for me and it takes twelve to fifteen minutes. If I go right. at the wrong time, it could take twenty to thirty minutes to go that same distance, and yeah, I'm in stop and go, and I'm cursing the clutch. Every oh, yeah. second of that yeah. 20 minutes. And that's get, just 20 I minutes. I get home because I drive 20 miles uh, back and forth to work. It's 20 miles to my office. And in the morning, it takes me 45 minutes. And at night, it can take 45 minutes to an hour. Wow. And by the time I get to either end of that destination, I, I'm done. My feet just are screaming at me. I get that. Yeah. And we used to we used to rail against automatic transmissions. But I, I do understand there's a, a time and a place for them. And, and that is definitely. And Alex, you're the same way in San Francisco. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I I have the the automatic transmission. You know, it's, it's uh, kind of, I mean, it's it's traffic yeah. pretty much all over the place, but it's so good. Like the tra- the, the, the automatic transmission on the F fifty six is so good. Well, the automatic transmissions have been getting a lot better over the years, and Mini has definitely stepped their game up in the automatic transmission world as a owner of a CVT, which is the most horrible transmission ever known to man. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. You know, but hey, you know what? The car was cheap and, so one and of the now downsides, it isn't cheap. So One of the downsides of this Malibu that I had is the transmission in that car is it's, it's sufficient, but it is... But it's, 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 it's just it's, there. It's, awful. it's just there. It's boring. You can't... You, and that's kind of what makes that you car boring kinda, in the general. You can put it into like shift it yourself mode, but all you get is like a plus sign and a minus sign at the top of the of the shift knob, which is <laughs> awkward. So it's like you what? push forward or pull backwards. Just can't pop it over to the left and just, you know, bump it up and down like that. And and even then it's just like it's still just kind of meh. You know, you have no power through a corner, none of that. Yep. You have to think ahead, yep. all the things. It's it that is what ruined that Malibu. It's like going, Oh, I would drive this every day, except this transmission just 
blows. It doesn't blow. It's I mean the automatic in the first gen Mini Cooper S was worse. Well, uh, but this one's not that great. And it's I think just I think something interesting too about automatic transmissions even is that we're not going to have gear shifts anymore. There's not going to be a, a shifter there. It's it's a thing of the past and will be very soon. Oh yeah, soon. I'm sorry, some cars that are not putting a shifter there. It's just a yeah, turn. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. just a, uh, Audis do it. Um, uh, like yeah. Land Rover. Some of the tanks don't have a shifter. Jags, Wait. Range Rover, Jags, the the whole family there. Um, yeah. Of Jaguar Rover is it? It's basically it's a knob that it rises up. It's a knob. It's it's pretty sad, by the way. Yeah, it rises <laughs> up and then you turn it one way to to whatever. I think That's it's. What yeah. The nub, the nub of sadness. <laughs> Here's yeah. the title for your show: The, the nub, nub of sadness. Of sadness. Yeah, perfect. That is good. But I think that the shifter, as far as uh, even in the automatic transmission, is going away. So, yeah, just yeah. But so that's the three things. I, I'm still on the, I'm still on the fence because then I get into my car and just like going, oh right, I forgot I can power through corners with a manual. Well, transmission. no, DB, you just need to have multiple cars. Then you need to have the fun car and then the day. I need to have a weekend car. Is what I'm gonna have to do. Yeah, that's what you gotta yeah. do. Okay. And, and GSG and, is coming to the Mini, by the way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. By the time it comes to the Mini, it'll be out of my price range, 100% out of my price range. Just like, and that's a, again, a topic again for another day. Yeah. Because I started that conversation over at the blog at dbmini.us. I actually finally posted something over there. Which has a really good post, there. by the way. Thanks, Alex. I did. Um, click over. I'll put a link in the show notes, but you can go read it. And it's my current thoughts on why Mini sales are slacking. Are tanking. Yeah, and there's some great comments, too. Michael Babishkin stopped by. He said hi. A couple other people. It was really nice. So if you guys want to go check it out, dbmini.us. That's right there. I'm not going to post anything again for a little bit. So you can go read it yourself. Um, I don't think I have anything else. We have a shout-out, though. Chad wanted to do a shout-out tonight. Yeah. Um, customer's name is Jason, Jason Frey. Jason Frey. Fort Atkin, at, Atkinson, yes, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. How'd Thank you. In Wisconsin, I once got the shit he's kicked a, out of me in Wisconsin. Uh, he's a loyal listener, so <laughs> nice. Thanks, Thanks Jason. for listening, Jason. Nice. Did he buy something from Detroit Tune? Perhaps he did. And he put a little uh, nice uh, note in the show in the notes and the uh, checkout, and he's like, "Hey, thanks for doing the White Roof Radio." Dope. Thanks, awesome. Jason. That's really cool. Awesome. Pretty cool. I'm happy. Thanks for listening. I like that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for going to Detroit Tune. Thank you for uh, all you guys for listening, obviously, and for visiting the sponsors and Chad and, you know, motoring, uh, motoringstripes.com, going to all the websites, doing what you can to support <coughs> the show. Oh, excuse me. Speaking of supporting the show, let's remind you guys about one of the other fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. Our friends over at Craven Speed. Have you guys checked out cravenspeed.com, the fancy new website? Super nice. You can go over there. You can actually meet the entire Craven Speed crew. You're just like, oh, well, who makes this place tick? It's awesome. Yeah, because I'm going to go. go I actually out. went there recently because I'm going to go buy a go, one of their GoPro mounts for the antenna base. That's so cool. Oh, that looks so cool. I saw yeah. that too. Yeah. Um, but Craven Speed's got the cool stuff like that, the GoPro mount for your antenna. Um, not only that, but, you know, the stubby antenna, uh, T-shirts, the dipstick if you've got a first or second gen mini. And I have to I have to punch them up. I, I checked the oil in my car and I'm going, oh, my God, I hate this dipstick. The R56 dipstick is absolute worst. DB, just give me a 56 and you won't have to worry about it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You'll just go, oh, please, dear Jesus God, I hope the sensor doesn't go bad. Good grief. Um, not only that, but if you're in California, one of those states that makes you put a license plate mount on the front of your car, get the Platus Plus license plate mount. Super nice. If you happen to still rock a first gen uh, S, Mini Cooper S, R53, Craven's got your pulley. 
and you're going to do the pulling mod if you've got a completely stock car, although not very many of those are left. But you want a little bit more punch in your S, you're going to get a pulley, and you're going to get it from Craven. Done You'd done. be surprised how many are still stock. That's amazing to me. Yes, it is. It's very amazing. Because it's just like, oh, my God, this, it's like super cheap. Intake and, intake and pulley, and it's just like, boom, you get like 3,000 horsepower of an R53. When's the last time you installed a pulley, Chad? Oh, geez, last week. Seriously, really? that's awesome. Yeah. Well, $161, and it gives you 20 horsepower like right now. And we we still do them all the time. I mean, we probably sell 10 to 20 a month. That is still. so awesome. The, the pulley and intake on the on the R53, that's like if you're doing if you've got three mods to do on the R53, you're gonna do rear sway bar, you're gonna do a pulley, and you're gonna do intake. Yep. One, two, three. And plugs, so you gotta you gotta do some plugs and plug wires. And you gotta do plugs and plug wires too, but you'll do that the next time you do a tune up. But those are the three mods that you're gonna do, and you're gonna do the pulley and you're gonna get the Craven Speed pulley because it just rocks and it's a kick ass piece. Go over there, check it out. Cravenspeed.com. Don't forget if you place an order for something at Cravenspeed.com, there's a note there. Leave a note that says, Hey, thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that. So do they. Of course, you can also purchase your Craven Speed parts from Detroit Tuned. You can purchase your uh, Craven Speed parts from outmotoring.com. You can get Craven Speed parts from Whalen. You can get them from uh, uh, everywhere. Jerry working over here, Eurotex, he'll get you Craven Speed parts. Doesn't matter. Just use Craven Speed stuff. Done, done. CravenSpeed.com. Go over and check them out, please. What else? Do we have anything else? No, sir. That's it. I'm Thanks good. That's it. Thanksgiving's okay. coming up. Thanksgiving coming up. No else is coming up, and it's coming up here next week or this week, depending on when we get the show posted. End of the world? November, November 18th. <laughs> no. The world, like Christmas? Is, the world is no, still here. November 18th. The boys are back. The Grand Tour gets debuted on Amazon Prime on November eighteenth. Oh, yeah. When Amazon sure. crashes, don't wait for don't wait until the eighteenth to buy Amazon Prime. Because seriously, just sign up for Amazon Prime. Honestly, you'll use it. You probably use it already, and you just don't have Prime. Well, you get use it. You get so much stuff for free. Don't you still get thirty days for free when you sign up? Yeah, you get thirty days for free first of all, and then you get you get yourself a like a little Roku box or a Roku stick or something. And you can put the Amazon Prime app on there, and you get all these. Ah. You, or you put the app on your iPad. You get a ton of like movies and TV for free, music for free, a ton of stuff. You get it all for free from Amazon Prime. And and dog nice. you can Amazon added an app on the Apple TV because that's uh, yeah. really annoying. The, the, yeah, it's really annoying that you can't rent movies on the iPad either. Yep, but that's for another show. That's for the show cast. Well, it's not oh. perfect, but it works. It's not. But, but yes, it does work. Sorry about the dogs. Anyway, um, that's November 18th. So mark your calendars. Don't forget, I will be watching Amazon Prime to watch the Grand Tour on November 18th. I am very excited. The boys are coming back. And though yep. they, yeah, you'll hang too. on to it, it because uh, Amazon Prime also coming up in December. Uh, I believe it's Amazon Prime, Man in the ha- Man in the High Castle, season two. Uh, and Man in yeah. the High Castle comes back. Pretty good show. So good, really so good. good. Shows on Amazon Prime right now, guys. Just mm-hmm. saying, just saying. Mm-hmm. Tons of really good stuff. You yep. do well by checking it out. Yep. Um, but that's it. I want to remind you guys one more time. One more of the fine sponsors here. Click over to MotoringStripes.com, and that is where you get Todd Pearson made stripes for your mini. You install them, and you just like, dude, check it out. Todd Pearson put stripes on my car. Done and done. Go over there and get those. Not only that, uh, you get the Countryman bumper protection strip. You gonna do that for the Clubman too, Todd? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I have it. I had to do a little bit of tweaking on that, but I it's done now. And uh, the pictures I took, sadly, were of a black car and you couldn't see it. So I have to. I need a <laughs> I need like a lighter car, demo car, something different, so that it shows up a little bit better. 
Got it. Got it. So anyway, you can get that. Uh, you can get the the very cool motoring badge uh, keychains, which are super awesome. You can pick up one of those. Super dope. And you can get the wireless radio sunroof delete kit, but you have to use contact form to do it. Use contact form, shoot Todd an email, and he will send you back a quote. He needs a year of your car and what color you want your sunroof delete. That's so much fun. I've been doing, I've done two what sunroofs that? in the last week. Really? Yep. That's, That's a great. It's a great mod. If you have a sunroof and you like the sunroof, but you like it because you can open it and you wish it didn't have that retina searing from the sun option, you put one of Todd's graphics on the roof. And it's that and window tint, especially if you live uh, west of the Rockies, that's what you need. Unless you live up in Seattle where it rains all the time. Um, but that's what you need for your car. It's awesome. Trust me. It's amazing. Uh, you can get that over at motoringstripes.com. Go over there, check it out. Motoringstripes.com. Because, you know, blank is boring. But we are now done. Officially done? Yes. Yes. Rice. Very good. Guys, thanks again for listening. We appreciate it. This is the part of the show, however, where I like to make that funny clicking sound. And then I say, questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. Until next weekend, this DB, I'm done. Uh, cheers. See ya. A bientôt. I say there was only one winner in the election last week, and that winner is alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs>